This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with our... The fan favorite, uh, my favorite, uh, Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. So happy to be here. It is always a pleasure to have you on. Um, Diane, for those who are just tuning in for the first time, is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, and is also also the author of Pearls of Polish. And we have, you know, we, we talk about all these really serious issues all the time. Um, I'm really excited today because we get to talk about something really fun. Uh, today we are going to talk about Halloween tips. Um, and we are going to offer tips for parents as well as for kids. Um, and so today we're going to start with uh, tips for parents. And then we'll, we'll segue a little bit later on to uh, some of those tips for kids that you have. Um, so... Uh, the trick-or-treat tips for parents. Um, one of the first things that you mentioned is to uh, think twice before carting around a party wagon filled with liquor uh, when you're going house to house. And I know this is something that a lot of parents love to do. So uh, why is that a bad thing, Diane? Well, you know, trick-or-treat is fun for everyone. It happens to be one of my most favorite holidays, if you will. Do you get a lot of trick-or-treaters, Steve, at your house? You know, I don't at my house, but uh, my wife and I, we have this new tradition we started uh, several years ago where we just go to my parents' house because they have a really great neighborhood that's vibrant with kids, and uh, we go there and, and do that. And that's fun. Do you ever see parents walking around with their, I call it the party wagon, because it's, yeah. it's either, it's the wagon or it's a big old cart and it's filled with all kinds of liquors and buckets and and I'm not saying that that's what happens at my neighborhood but I've seen it happen and while it's fun for parents to to socialize and to have fun as well you know trick-or-treat when they're walking around with their young kids the focus really should be on their children and watching their children and as they go from house to house and as they go from drink to drink (laughs) (laughs) it's important to first and foremost not get distracted and uh, you know that that chilled margarita will be waiting for you at home but during that the you know the couple of hours that you're trick-or-treating just stay stay you know with the eye on the prize which is your child and, and having them go from house to house yeah, and it's not like you can't have a Halloween party where you can imbibe as you please. So 
That's right. Yeah. And if you want to do that, great. You know, why don't you have your own Halloween party at another time, perhaps early, you know, a, a weekend earlier, invite all your friends and do your pouring then, you know, and your socializing <laughs> then and save that night, you know, that evening for the trick-or-treaters mm-hmm. because it really is acting as a role model, not just for your children, but for other people's children as well. Yeah. And then what happens is we run into our friends and we start pour- and I say we, I don't say we as me. <laughs> <laughs> start pouring drinks for our friends and it becomes more of a walking party rather than a night of trick or treating for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about the kids. That's it's all about the kids. Uh, and, and you know, on that note, we have to, as a parent, we need to take a close look at our child's costume and make sure it's appropriate for the evening. To make sure it fits appropriately. If if our child is wearing a mask, do a trial run and see if your child can see through the mask or the the goggles or the the big glasses that they're wearing, so their their vision is not impaired. You know. Uh, it's fun to wear these kind of fun and funky shoes that go with a costume, but if they can't run in them, you know, <laughs> tennis shoes is the best is the best choice for a, a night of trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, there's nothing worse than seeing a kid get three houses into the trick or treating process and them tearing their mask off because they can't breathe or see or or fussing oh, with their costume. Yes. <laughs> or they're wearing a costume that is so hot that they can't breathe in that costume. Yeah. You know, if it's if if you're in a, a location where it's still not cold, you don't want to put them in these big heavy furry costume or something that's going to be itchy and scratchy because they're going to be staying in it for a, for a few hours. And vice versa, if it's a place where it's really cold, you don't want them in some skimpy outfit where they're freezing the whole time and just trying to sprint that's to keep right. warm. <laughs> and, hey, and speaking of, okay, this is a great segue. We have to watch what we put on our children. You know, we, yes. we do not want to send our kids out, our little five and six year olds and eight and 10 years old and even 12 year olds in over sexualized outfits because it really is sending a very bad message. It's not appropriate. We just have to make very sure that our children, uh, our children are, are safe and our children are dressed properly and, you know, take a look at their costume and, and there's nothing wrong. Moms or dads are saying no, sorry, yeah. no. You want to wear that belly dance costume? Well, you know, it depends on how low and high, how tight. And, you know, everything should should be appropriate when you're walking outside yeah. <laughs> in the elements. It's so, it's so funny because I feel like um, – and I feel bad for women because they are obviously the ones that are over-sexualized when it comes to Halloween costumes. And as adults, you know, adults do what you want to do. But for kids, you, you're absolutely right. But I was in a, a Halloween shop a couple years ago and – I, (laughs) this was like the most ridiculous, amazing thing I had ever seen. And it was a male stripper outfit. And on the packaging, it said for ages six and up. And I was just, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, who would dress their six year old as a male stripper? (laughs) Right? I know, I know, and you know, we we're, we think, and even some of these things that you were saying, some listeners might say, well, this is common sense, but what's common sense to one is not common sense to another. So, yeah. So these are just friendly little reminders. So that male, how much was that male stripper outfit? Just, just, just out of curiosity. Uh, I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall. Yeah. 
it's crazy. These outfits are so expensive. Well, okay, so we digress. Let's let's go back to my tips. <laughs> <laughs> back to the back to the the tips for parents. So go over with your kids courtesy and safety rules. Mm-hmm. I know it's common sense, but we they get so excited. We get them all dressed up. They're out the door. We're following them, and they're running all over the place, over everybody's flower beds, and darting out in front of cars. And you know, remind them that every time they get uh, they they get candy or treats you know thank you is in order and it would be a great idea if the parents also shouted from the curb thank you thanks so much i mean we really like to be acknowledged as neighbors and it's nice to to show courtesy and consideration not just from the kids but from the parents also Mm -hmm. so don't take the uh, the trick part so literally particularly as a parent right 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 well in in you know, at the end of the night, when when your your lights are off and it's time to end the night, take your pumpkins in because you know sometimes there's still tricks going on after yeah. the lights go out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and if you have a tiny baby and he or she is dressed up in a very very cute costume, the rule is if the baby is toothless, the baby doesn't get a you know a, a big bag full of candy because oftentimes parents will send the chuck the walking, talking child up with two bags. That's That one's for my sister. And, this, you know, the little sister is three months old, still in a little carrier. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, one one plastic pumpkin, pumpkin full of candy per child, you know, yeah. so when you're trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, not and like that. All. It's not like that baby needs needs all that candy. And the, and the uh, younger or the older toddler or child... Uh, definitely doesn't need two bags of candy. So that's right. That's right. And and the person giving out the candy might feel taken advantage of. You know, when okay, that's not for the child. That's for the parent. So yeah, <laughs> one big bag per per child. Yeah. And you know, if you're a teen, you need to think long and hard before going trick or treating. You know, now there's not any hard and fast rule of how old you you have to be and when when you can't trick-or-treat anymore but a good rule of thumb is about 12 ish some 12 year olds are look very very young and some you know 12 year olds look like they're 15 and 17 but you know realistically if you're a teen and you plan to trick-or-treat don't wear a mask wear some kind of but wear some kind of costume that is not threatening and really if you're that big of a kid, you know, if you're 14, 15, 16 and want, still want to have some trick-or-treat fun, consider staying home and handing out candy and, and playing some, some fun tricks, not mean tricks. But, you know, some, some fun tricks right at the, at the porch that would make the children laugh and giggle and, you know, the younger kids enjoy their time better. It's so funny because my wife and I love Halloween, and uh, that's exactly what we do. We can't go door-to-door knocking on <laughs> knocking asking for candy no but we cannot. can but that's what we do we 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 stand by the porch sometimes we'll hide in the garage and you know when they're little kids we obviously we don't freak them out or anything but when we see the older teens because we know when you get 12 13 that you know getting scared is part of the fun of halloween so we we do that kind of stuff with the older kids that we see coming to the door 
and uh, that we that's a great time. And then, and then the kids oh, will great fun for everybody. Yeah, and then the kids will come back later on and reassure that oh that was you right? And I was like yeah that was me. Okay, just checking so they could sleep at you night. Dress up, you dress up or are you in regular garb? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we've actually had people come back uh, like a year, two years later, saying were, did, were you the person that did this last year? Yes, that was oh. us. So now we have now we have a, a neighborhood reputation that we have to uphold. <laughs> right, you're setting your own tradition. That's, That's right. right. Uh, so and if you don't want it, if you don't want to participate in trick or treat, remember, put your light off, go to dinner, just leave. Don't you know? Don't hang around. And at the end of the night, parents, like I said earlier, bring your pumpkins in because there are those revelers that think it's kind of funny to smash the pumpkins that are on the porch. Yes. <laughs> So sad. Uh, I know it. And now we've got some tips for kids. And it's, you know, it's, again, it's all about consideration and being, being concerned with other people's private property. So you're not going to run over their flower beds and you're not mm-hmm. going to push over their decorative planters. And you're going to stay away from, basically stay away from anything that can bend, break, or get ruined in the process. Yeah. One of the things, actually, before we uh, get too far into considerations for kids, one of the things uh, I wanted to bring up about uh, tips for adults, and this is one of those those classic all-time legendary tips, which is, you know, inspect the candy. Make sure... Oh. Make sure that everything that uh, your kid's going to consume, you've you've looked at, so you know what they're putting in to their body. Absolutely. And, you know, we take that for granted sometimes. That I I, rem- I remember when I was a kid, it was everything was being looked through, and I f- feel like every it's so Halloween and all the holidays really have been so commercialized that it's just kind of taken for granted sometimes. That of course it's it's safe and good to eat and everything, but you know, it's it's good to give that that look through. Their bag, or that's right. That's head. one of the commandments, you know. Yeah. Thou shalt not eat any treats until inspected by mom and dad. That's that's right. And sometimes mom and dad yeah. have to taste some of those things to make sure that it's safe. You got to do what you got to do. That's right. <laughs> um, so, so, and so you know, we need to tell our kids don't eat the candy. You right. know, as they as they want to sneak one in here and there. So. <laughs> that's right. And if the porch light is off, keep walking. Yeah, getting back to those tips for kids. Yeah, if if uh, if there are no lights out uh, on in the house, you don't walk up to the door and you don't ring the doorbell multiple times because that's unnerving for the people in the house that aren't participating as well. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things that you have uh, on your list here is once your kid has received their uh, bounty of candy when they go to the door, to step step out of the way, step aside, and let the other children uh, have room to go up and receive their candy. Right. Because it's so cute. They're so excited, and they, they're looking in their little bags, but they're just standing there, and they're, yeah. they're bottlenecking. There's people behind them that need to get through. So, you know, take your treat, say thank you, and then walk back, you know, walk back and let the other kids, you know, get in line to get their treats. Yeah. And even if you're waiting for your friends, you know, wait for them away from that front door or that porch while they're getting their candy. Yeah. And one of the other uh, courtesies to teach your kids is to not ask for seconds or more candy or ask for something else other than what they have given you. And yeah, I don't like this candy. Can I have that candy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want this one. <laughs> no. You just take what they give you and you say thank you. And, again, I think parents need to go over that with their children before they leave and 
you know, you're not going to always like those chocolate-covered raisins or yeah. the, the toothbrush or whatever it is that they're <laughs> giving out. But you just say thank you and you know, and then go on to the next house. And I will say this is a, a tip going back for tips for parents. If you happen to have like a variety bag of candy, I've actually done this before where – you know, it's getting late in the night and I have two different kinds of candy and I see a kid come up and I, I have time to talk to him for a second. I'll ask him, hey, do you want do you want this or this? And I, right. I, I'll give them the choice as as the as the adult. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's nice, Steve. You're just a great trick or treater. <laughs> <laughs> that's really sweet. I think of it from I'm the kid's so much, perspective no. of like, hey, what, what would I rather have the Three Musketeers bar or the M&M's? I just got to uh, – uh, when it's getting late and I want to go in, I'm just pouring what's left into their into their bag. <laughs> You're like I'm almost at the bottom of this bowl of candy. Just here, you get it all. <laughs> here it is. That's right. <laughs> and we can't forget, you know, our our kids cannot go out without flashlights and reflective clothing. All of these safety things that are so important. This is the perfect opportunity, by the way, for uh, the ki- your kids to wear those shoes that that light and flicker and stuff. Because yeah, I know you've oh, seen yeah. It. yeah. I wish they made. The, I bet you wish they made those for adults oh, on trick or treat night. Yeah, those <laughs> and Heelys, right? Just having That's those right. combined, those would be awesome. <laughs> oh, I know it. Okay, now if someone invites you into their home, you tell your children absolutely not. You do not go in unless you're accompanied by a trusted adult. Now, sometimes some neighbors have Halloween, you know, spooky houses. Yeah. Well, you need to be comfortable. If you know the people, if you're familiar with them, if you are sure that it's fine, great. Go for it. Yeah. But if these are strangers, you're in a strange neighborhood, if you are uncertain, you know, that's the time that you're going to say, no, we're just going to skip this one. Yeah, you're going to use, as a parent, you're going to use your best judgment, and you're going to instill that into your kids as well. Yeah, and walking through a haunted house is also much different than, oh, do you want to come in for a little bit? That's that's a different exactly. scenario. And, you know, and this is, uh, this is getting off on a little um, more serious note, but uh, but I feel like, you know, this is, this is the world we live in, which is most kids who are molested or taken advantage of are done by people who are friends of the parents, people who That's are right. close to the kids already. So as awful as that is for, for me to have to say that statistically, that is the truth. So I think that's a great point that you brought up. That's right. And we need to, we need to at some point over and over again, broach with our children and that if they ever feel uncomfortable, they need to voice that opinion and their opinion will be respected. Their voice will be respected. That's right. Absolutely. Um, on, on, a, on a lighter subject, uh, <laughs> we're talking bathroom now. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> okay. What? My big pet peeve, my big pet peeve is children, teens who have actually literally at my door said, do you mind if I use your restroom? Now, little kids, they can't help it. Sometimes you, you have to go. You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. Um, but really, moms and dads, let them go to the restroom before they leave and certainly never go into anyone's home. Here we go again uh, that you do not know. And if you do go into a neighbor's home and you know them very well, make sure that you clean your feet before you walk in the door. Mm. You've been running through 
the grass, and we know what is often in grass. <laughs> and so we don't want to trace anything through someone's home that's on the bottom of our shoes. Yeah, and if if it's been a you know a wet uh, weekend or evening or whatnot, I mean that it could be really <laughs> it could be really bad. So that's that's a, right. That's a great point. That's and, right. And as a segueing back to the parents' role in this whole scenario, um, wh- what do you think about the parent? going to the neighbor and asking if their kid can borrow the bath, use, yes. the, well, use and, the restroom. And that's how it should, that's how it should go down. That's how it should happen. You know, the parents should go up with the child and mm-hmm. say, you know, I, Sally, you know, thanks so much for all of this great candy for all the trick-or-treaters. Um, Natalie has to go to the restroom. I hope you don't mind or would you mind terribly? You know, so the parent, you know, should be the voice for the younger child when they have to go to the restroom. Mm-hmm. And and just like when you go to the door and somebody gives you candy and you, you thank them, regardless of whether or not they gave you your favorite, you know, again, be courteous. Thank them for allowing them to use their rest, uh, their bathroom. Right. <laughs> Especially thank them for allowing you yeah. to use their restroom. You know, I have in our article that is going to be uh, live soon, I say to the parents, always have the, always teach your children to say thank you. Parents always say thank you. That's and then right. under the kids as well, kids always say thank you and, and use your very best smile because People are happy to do nice things for you. You know, trick-or-treat is a great night to have a lot of fun, and it's always courteous to thank the person giving you the treat. Mm-hmm. And that, that actually circles all the way back to the, the, to the party wagon, which is you want to, uh, by saying thank you as the adult, uh, you're also setting the stage for what the kids see and, and giving them a good example of, of being, being courteous and showing uh, proper manners and etiquette. You're ultimately always your child's role model, mm-hmm. always. So what you do is being watched and, and evaluated and programmed into their little brains. Yeah. So, so Diane, uh, are, uh, getting a little lighthearted again, uh, what, what kind of candy or treats are the least favorite on Halloween? I think anything with fruit in them. You know, um, anything that has... Even those chocolate-covered raisins? And I hate to say this. I hate to say this because I want to be healthy. I want our kids to be healthy. But, you know, fruit is not one of the favorite treats. Neither is the cheap chocolate. The artificial chocolate, you know, (laughs) that that comes, you know, 4,000 pounds for a dollar. Or or bookmarks or, or loose coins. Those are just not our kids' favorites. They love candy bars and they love sour candies and Jolly Ranchers, and they love popcorn balls. For my unofficial poll, by the way, my neighborhood poll, uh, candy corn isn't one of the favorites either, even though I love to decorate with it, but it's not one of the favorites when you're giving it out. And if you do give out loose, if you give out candy corn, don't don't give it out loose. You know, if you're gonna, if you're bound and determined to give out candy corn, it comes in little tiny prepackaged packages. Yes, so, that's a great idea because you, know, you don't want to just start I'm, sprinkling candy inside their <laughs> their their right. little bag. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. And one of the big questions I get every year around trick or treat is how much candy is appropriate to give. And you know, if it's small candies, it's the mini candies, two or three small 
small minis. And if it, you're giving out full-size candy bars, moms will thank you for giving only one. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We don't want to over-sugarize them, if that's a word, sugarize. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, so are there, I mean, we talked about the over-sexualized costumes for kids. Uh, are there any other costumes that uh, we should stay away from? Well, I think it's anything that is politically charged, racially charged, uh, religious, you know, anything that could be misconstrued as disrespectful. And that goes for adults as well. You know, we go to Halloween parties, and this is just not the the climate to be, uh, oh, just degrading other any of anybody's personal beliefs. You know, I think right now is a time when we should be, we should keep it light and, and keep it, yeah, not politically charged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to go and see all sorts of past presidents, current presidents, uh, masks and things. And uh, a lot of people also like to get clever with just looking into the newspaper and seeing what current events are out there and, and riffing on those. So you're, you're, right. you're right. There, there's definitely going to be opportunities for people to step right. out of those, out of those lines. Um, if you're going to be controversial, you know, you need to do it in a safe environment where, you know, you never, you know, everyone and everyone is taking it in the lighthearted manner in which you mean it. Yeah. Know, know your audience. That's right. <laughs> is That's the right. Follow there. Um, so uh, we, we talked about how much candy to give out. Uh, what, so, you know, we're about to we're about to do the 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 time change. Uh, it was right before Halloween. Uh, when is the appropriate time to shut the lights off and say Halloween's over? Candy, the candy dispensary has closed. Well, on the school night, and I think Halloween falls on a Monday this year. Anywhere from eight thirty to nine o'clock. Between you know, we're talking about PM. Eight thirty to nine PM is a good time for for the kids to get home, take their shower, jump in bed. I don't know if they'll get to have a few treats that night. I'm sure they will. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think it's it's courteous to not bang on anyone's door or knock on their door after nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I am, I'm really excited. Uh, like I, like I mentioned earlier, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. Um, and so that's going to do it, uh, for this episode, Diane. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's my pleasure as always. Uh, and before you guys go, I want to remind you all that you are listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals striving to polish their interpersonal skills. Uh, You can get more information at her website, protocolschooloftexas.com. Diane is also the author of Pearls of Polish. uh, And you can find Diane on Twitter, at Diane Gotsman. Uh, I am on Twitter, at Hitched Media. Uh, you can get more information uh, on Hitched. It's hitchedmag.com, and you can find all of Diane's past articles, including uh, uh, her recent article on Halloween. So uh, please be sure to check that out, and that'll be something that you can uh, pass along to your friends. Um, and if you like this podcast, by the way, please please uh, feel free to share the podcast. Uh, let others know that uh, Diane has all these really great tips. And uh, go to iTunes and uh, give us a little star ranking if you like what you see. And 
If you have any comments about uh, anything you'd like us to cover in the future, please feel free to uh, send us some feedback or leave a comment. And uh, we're always open and willing to give you whatever you want and need because that's what we're here for. Uh, So uh, one last time, thank you so much, Diane. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you too, Steve. Okay, and uh, everybody, please be safe, be courteous, and uh, until next time, take care, everybody. I'll say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.